to battle every day. You first of all with your family, your mother, your father. Your mother, your father, they can fuck you up so bad. Because at times, as an entrepreneur, no matter what you do, it's like you're never that good enough for people around you. So if you don't have what we call self-confidence, of which self-confidence has to come from self-love, self-love leads to self-worth, self-worth leads to self-confidence. That's why if you don't love yourself, you cannot know your worth, and you can't have that confidence to walk into the future with unlimited potential. So, confidence, which comes from you knowing who you are because of the love you have for yourself. It is very easy for anybody to play Pokemon Go in your mind. So there are some demons in your head, they are seated there, they are playing Ludo. <laughs> Inside your mind. Uh, the biggest battle every day is the mental battle. Mental battle. Mm. Even in the Bible it says, Guard your heart with all diligence, because out of it are the affairs of life. Listen to that statement. Affairs of life. Guard it. Guard it. Guard it. It didn't say, guard it from they. It said, guard your heart with all diligence. It was general. Because some of the people who may bring some weird shit in your life can be your friends. My mom can give me a free home. Your energy level can go from 1,200% to 2.2 within seconds. And you know why? It's because she has a lot of influence in my life, the same as our mother. Why? Yeah. Because of the respect we have for them. We grew up whatever they were telling us. Now we are at a point, we are not trying to rebel, but now we are wiser. What we are trying to do is, Mama, give me life lessons. Don't talk to me about money because you've never made more than $2,000 your entire life, man. And you're not telling her directly, but you're taking it in your mind and you're trying to lock all that garbage so she's gonna feed you with. For her, she feels like she's helping you. <laughs> Yet, for you, you're trying to, you're looking at something totally different. So that's the biggest mental battle. First of all, it comes from the people who influence. That's why in tier, who have influence over you. Influence over you doesn't mean that they rule you, but these are the guardians, uncles. People who can tell you, yo, I need to see you now, better show up now. People can tell you, yo, drop everything you have to do today, we need to talk. What you need to do is not as important as we have to do. Who are those in your life? Mom? Dad? Now let your dad tell you something, factor. Let him tell you, mm, bruh, this shit you did, just not carrying it for me. See your energy level in the day. And you go out and a friend tells you. It doesn't phase you much. Yeah, pretty much. It doesn't phase you pretty much. So, but you're trying to guard your mind. Because the whole world is trying to come for your mind. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Mm. News, they're after your mind. Why is it that the president wants to control you? Because he is after your mind. He knows if I can corrupt your mind and keep your mind shut the fuck down, I can pretty much control. Because one thing about humans is this. Humans follow their lives. If someone was giving the speech here, 
most of them don't know that in between interludes they are supposed to appreciate with the club. So there always has to be a person in the group who is like the alpha, who will always have to initiate the club. <laughs> and what do others do? And most of them clap without even knowing why they are clapping. Now, I've understood psychology of humans. Once humans can follow you once, they'll follow you twice, they'll follow you thrice. They'll follow you all your fucking life. That's the thing I've understood. The question is, are you the one who is followed up? Or are you the one who they follow? <clears throat> Those are two things. So man, good enough to battle your mindset, your mindset. Or move again as a close, I think I'm not looking down. Hey, but I'm running, I'm running. Because eh, you have to have a source where you get it from. I run, I recharge, I come back. Amazing and fight. Look by him, Billy. Many that one sick. Means that you could source. I recap, I reconnect. You have to have a place which you, you reconnect to. Because Uganda, everything is after your mind. The news, everything, pretty much with Wogena. You go Wogena for border border, they are talking negativity, they are talking poverty. You go to the taxi park, it's the same story. But you are going to become rich. You're literally in the game park and you're like the only lion walking through antelopes, buffaloes, uh, gazelles and all that shit every day. And what are they all talking? They are all talking, hmm, the grass is getting less. <laughs> For you, your focus is on the meat is getting less. So as they are focused on the grass is getting less, for you, you're looking at them. So how Sevoy is looking at us on a daily, you're looking at the grass. Sevoy is looking at you as the meat. Yeah. Guard your heart with all diligence because out of it are the affairs of life. But with the moment you can control the mindset, eh? everything people can bring to you. You have you, you basically get like a force field around you that immobilizes any form of negativity around you. So back over, it just falls down and you keep moving. You get to that level whereby it does not phase you. Because you get to a level where you understand certain things do not need your time. And they do not need your attention, rather, they don't need even a response. You get to the other level where you also understand that some things are not a factor. Because some chick in the group say total quiet. Mm -hmm. You don't even need to read that message because you know she is not a factor. Do you know what a factor means? Mm -hmm. That means if I'm saying x plus y equals to z, mm -hmm. that means she does not even exist in the equation of x plus y equals to z. She's not even the sign equals. She's literally not a factor. It is not a factor to subdue. He's still going to win regardless. What's that? But yeah, your battle. Then you then later you go to the belief system. And you go to all the other things. But mindset. So what you can command when a guy here prepared. Because you know what you're going in for. Well, what you prepare, if you don't program yourself personally from home, when you go out, other people are going to program you with their thinking. And they will never get it from. I'll be, I'll be thinking positive, they'll be thinking negative, 
I'll stay in my lane. They'll stay in their lane. No. There are two things. They either influence you or you influence them. There is nothing like in the middle. So if you're not feeling positive enough, it means I've started influencing you. There is nothing like I'm in the middle. You either influence them or they influence you. What about guy? Man, I'm fired up. Two days after, they have influenced him. They have influenced him, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And they did influence his, they influenced his. So, so let's say you're in a bucket of 49 bad tomatoes and you're the only good tomato. How are you going to survive? Bacteria, algae, fungus, all that shit is after you. I remember, I remember the analogy here, Superman and Kryptonite. Eh? Mm. Now you're Superman, eh? mm. the negativity, and the negative people are the Kryptonite. Which episode, let's say of Smallville, or even Superman the movie, has Superman ever defeated Kryptonite? Helio, mm. it's not there. So that means, eh? yeah, the only thing you can do for negativity is not fight it, avoid it. It. And actually, during the weekend, someone also gave me another noise that had, had me thinking about this next event we're going to have. Uh, years back, by now, what we call a skit. And in this skit, uh, the devil comes, sits in your brain, then he starts taking coffee. And every day, you're having a mental conversation with the devil. How does that conversation sound like? Mm. I don't think those people are going to sign up. But look at you. You've not yet even traveled. Eh? What makes you think that out of the statistic, you are the one person who is going to make it? And you're also on the other side saying, yes, 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 yes. Eh? I don't think I'm worthy of my success. Eh? I don't think. Eh? So, it's true, it's a mental battle every morning, and also you, you, you have to be your number one motivator and your number one cheerleader. Let me tell you, if you're not a fan of yourself, eh, no one is going to be a fan of you. It all begins with you. I see, I see guys on Twitter with over 50k followers. On their tweets, eh, you find a person has like one tweet, one like. One retreat. Mm. Then that guy posts has has over. If the guy has ten k, ten k followers, he has fifty one k tweets. What does that mean? For four hundred, sorry, for forty one k, he's busy tweeting to himself. Meaning nobody's watching. Meaning, eh? The amount of love the shit he's talking about is much more important the number of followers that retweet his shit mm. he's not focused on how many followers do I have he's focused on is my voice heard throughout the crowd focus focus so that, that's the thing that's the thing definitely what Jimmy is talking about is actually very key very very key and you know you, you can never say you can never be deceived because if, if deception was deception, wasn't deception, eh? mm. 
we could all not be deceived. But on every new level, there's a new devil that's out there to get you. Yeah? Even the strongest guys. Take a look at Samson. Yeah? He was deceived. The only guy who was not deceived was Jesus Christ himself. Because he was God. And God cannot be deceived. So unless you are God, yeah? so you, you constantly have to do this personal development because it shapes your thinking for the day. And it's not all about just listening to audios, listening to audios and like, you just take in everything eh? and you're so fired up in your mind. Eh? You have not yet digested the information. You know, for a number of years I've actually been doing personal development. Then I do personal development the whole day. I'm just on personal development. Eh? I'm doing my other work, but I'm on personal development. But eh? I'm busy listening. Sorry, I'm busy hearing, not listening. But you know, they're two different things. So sometimes you just have to listen. Because eh? there is one statement. One statement like this that, that you need. That day. That it must day. have been preordained. Pre that, that statement is what you need. <clears throat> that one statement there. Me, I remember I've paid, I've paid over $300 going for events. Eh? On, one, on one event, I spent about... $50 just on a ticket. Then the guy said one word, and that word has never left me. The guy said, Be servant. Be servant. So when you see us watching me at National Geo World, they truly pull up a documentary. <laughs> We're not watching a documentary. We're watching the mindset behind the servantry. You get eh? Because savages, eh? when they're training, they're young. They understand one particular fact that these kids have to be uncomfortable from the very beginning oh. eh, so that they can be comfortable the rest of their lives. Oh. So that's why you see lions, eh, when they go out to, to drink, they push their kids into the deep end. Oh. Those who come back are the ones they actually what? Those are the ones they take on. Oh. They, are, they are extremely savage that even if they notice a sign of weakness from the very beginning, we, we don't care if you're two months old, one month old, they will automatically start leaving you behind to focus on the others who have the potential of survival. Which goes back to something that we talked about. They focus on raising leaders when they see who has the ability to become a leader than focusing so much on the masses. My coach told me one thing, Jim, you don't even need everybody in the world to like you. You don't need everybody in the world to believe in you. All you need, not even in the world, just 1% from your country. That's all you need. Then he told me, do I need to be a magician to believe for 1%? I must be crazy. <laughs> if even God can tell me that I can't believe 1%. Because God can tell me that. Now, who in the world can tell me that I can't believe for 1%? 1%. Now, that is mindset. Remember what we talked about yesterday. The lion goes and hunts. At times it wins, at times it fails. What does it do? It never 
goes out there and says, I've tried to hunt five times and she just finds working out. It keeps hunting and hunting and hunting. A lion can only launch at full speed for a certain amount of minutes, then it will rest like a cheetah. After that high speed chase, it needs 30 minutes to recover. At times it gets it, at times it doesn't. But what makes it so sudden? <clears throat> it understands that in this launch, if I don't get this meal, the next meal may be tomorrow or days. But I've never seen it stopping to hunt. Yet humans, we try once, we try twice. Eh, things are too tough. We wouldn't be enjoying the benefits we're enjoying if this man didn't try, was it 990 times or 1,000 something times? We wouldn't enjoy the benefits. The mindset, that, that enthusiasm to keep carrying through, to keep following. Actually, say, I tell people, there's a difference between, I liked what he said, there's a difference between listening and hearing. It's like, when you listen, you are actually more of in study mode. Those what what makes you different from the other forty something million Ugandans who are hearing what you're hearing? What makes you you're all hearing the same shit? What makes you different? You cannot tell me that you're reading Think and Grow Rich and you've never made notes and you'll be successful. Why? Because other guys are also reading. The difference is. For you to master this stuff you're reading, you have to study it. There's a difference between reading and studying. We don't study newspapers. We read newspapers. Now, newspapers, the fact that we read newspapers, we just flip through this newspaper. So when you tell me you're reading Think and Grow It, and you're reading like a newspaper, you're flipping through it. Because by the time you're in the fourth chapter, you can hardly barely remember shit that was in chapter two, or even the title of chapter one. Now, but when you study, studying involves taking notes. When you take notes, it's very hard because the fastest way our mind learns is when it sees our handwriting, your own handwriting. There is a magic that happens when your eyes take a look at something that you wrote by thyself. So when you're studying and you're writing, that stuff is actually entering your DNA. The whole point is to make sure that this shit enters your DNA. That you start living it in your everyday life. Your everyday life. Every day. There's some guys who tell me, I've read 300 books. I don't care how many books you've read. How many of those books have you put to application? The question is, how many of those books do you have the knowledge of? I read 300 books. I have an idea what the book is about. But we don't see no results of what you read. But when you master a book, or you master what you're doing, eh? There's a, there's a difference. There's a difference. There's a difference. Actually, we're having a master class here. A master class of... Actually, this is a master class of kings. When kings meet, I'll tell you something. I told him, when kings meet, Cornelius, there's a language. They don't speak as though they're speaking to slaves. Mm -hmm. Imagine the conversation once you deal with, with those guys. How do they talk? What is their mindset like? What are they talking about? The funny thing, they're never talking about money. <laughs> they're never talking about money. And yet, they have serious rich people problems. Boss, I'm feeling 
so loaded right now. But I have an ego problem. How are you dealing with that? With all this media going on. Those are some of the conversations they're having. Some of the conversations they're having. And when you're at the top, like at Sudio level, you basically 90% of the investments going on in the country you're even aware. Sure. <laughs> sure. When you're at the Sudio level, 90% of the investments going on in the country, you are aware. You are aware. When you're at this level, you're hardly aware that next door they are welding. <laughs> you're hardly aware. Be savage, not average. Whatever. Obo kola personal development. Some kola because you want to rush out. It needs time. And Never do personal development and multitasking. Some people get to that level. But when it's time for personal development, if it is one hour a day, don't even pick up phone calls or WhatsApp in that one hour. That is one hour strictly for your mind, for your development. And nothing on the planet is actually more important than that investment you're making to yourself. Because that investment, from that investment, basically, let me put it in a language, you understand? When you go to the bank, you deposit. What you're doing in that one hour, you're depositing something from which you're going to withdraw in times of need. So you can't have anything distracting that one hour on the planet. Because in the day, you're depositing so much. So if you have one hour a day to deposit something very valuable as this, in the day, you're always depositing. The question is, what are you banking? You're depositing a naku. You're de all the people you're meeting in the day. You're de no, you're depositing. Every, see, every single conversation you're having, you're depositing. But when you deposit in that one hour every day, you lock in. You lock your mind. In. Why is it important in the morning? Because in the morning you program your mind, and with what you're programmed with your mind, it goes to your conscious and subconscious mind. When it goes to your subconscious, it means it has reached that level whereby it has created a force field around your brain that only recognizes a certain amount of information that comes in your mind. To the point that people can say, I will not, and in your mind you hear, I will. To the point that people say, I cannot, and in your mind you hear, I can. You get to that level where your mind only filters out what it wants to hear to move ahead. You get to that level. Like, it starts to filter, that subconscious mind. Yeah. Then you get to a level whereby, some people are thinking, this guy has so much ego. Every conversation he wants to start with. No, I don't want to start conversations. I just know who I am, and I'll dictate where the conversation will go, because if I let you open your mouth, you're going to tell me about the economy. Bruh, I'm not trying to live in it. <laughs> so I'm not going to listen to what you have to say. So if you are not talking about God, you're not talking about progress, you're not talking about moving forward, you, as, you should as much as pack your bags, go back to where you're coming from and talk with those people you left off. And it's not ego. Don't be apologetic for starting conversations. If people are not okay with them and you already know what they want to talk about, let them go. When, when, when I can uh, talk with Sudil, Sudil is going to give me an opportunity to, live, to, to talk. 
Because rich men and successful people, they are great listeners. They will let you talk. But just because you're talking, that doesn't mean he's taking all the bullshit in. So for you, pretty much, you're talking to, to impress him. He knows you're trying to impress him. But whatever you're talking is not the first time he has had it. Whatever you're talking is like grasshoppers falling on an elephant. They ain't doing shit. So, when he starts talking, now he's going to drag in the deep waters of where sharks survive. And he's going to give you information. There is actually, there is some, you know it's called a masterclass. There is some information that is only for a selected few. There are conversations we can't have with everybody. There are conversations when I'm going to have, I cannot have some people around. Because these conversations are for those who can handle bombs. Those conversations are for those you can drop in the deep waters and they will survive. Now, when Subdue wants to have a conversation with you that's going to pretty much change your life, he will listen to you and he will know if you have the potential to handle what he's about to release or not. If he sees you have the potential, he will slowly drag you in the deep waters with the information he has. And he sees how you handle the information. He sees how you respond to the information. It's not whether you are aware of it or not aware of it, because you can be aware of it and your life is still pretty much the same. Mm. The question is, he sees if you have potential to actually turn whatever is given you into reality. Mm. So he drags you into deep waters. First, he runs around in circles. Make sure that you can't breathe, because he wants to see sun. You met me, you're trying to pretty much talk a big game. But I want to know that what are you going to do when you can't breathe? Are you going to sink or are you going to fight for your life? I remember, I remember um, Matt Morris is a, is a friend of mine who's trying to be a motivational speaker. And for me, even before, I wanted to speak. Yeah? But I remember, I remember, I think it was you who told me about, you see, your words will only make sense when you have results. Eh? So uh, this guy is called... Uh, I think Rogers, yeah? So I actually take him up to Matt Morris. He has like this inferiority complex. He's like, hey man, how did that guy get to that? Eh? So I tell him, hey bro, the event is done. Come on, we say hi. Eh? So the guy actually gets up to this guy and says, um, Matt Morris, hi, how are you? I'm Rogers, Mazir. I'm an aspiring motivational speaker. I am this, this, and this, I'm this. And the guy, so the guy's question was, so Matt, how did you get there? The guy told him, I want you to look at something, yeah? You cannot preach a game you're not good at. Two, notice what the other motivational speakers have done. Les Brown. These are people who built organizations of teams before they decided to actually open their mouths. Jim Rohn. Yeah? Who's this other guy? Tony Robbins, Tony Robbins, I'm not certain. There's another guy, Darren Hardy. Darren Hardy, yes. Darren Hardy. MLM. MLM leaders. They turned that community, that organization, into a community that actually feeds on the what? On their staff, eh? Then, of course, definitely, when you provide service, eh? The money will follow. The money will follow. I like, I like yesterday I was doing uh, I was to something and the guy said success, money 
is not the result of success. Success is the result of the service that you give out and money is the yardstick to measure it. Yardstick to measure it. To measure the amount of service that you're giving out. So the rich understand, eh? In order for me to have more money, I need to give out more service. More service. If I want to reduce the money I have, let me start giving less service. Let me start giving less service. I said, wow, wow. Eh? Sometimes when you look into your bank balance, it shows you the amount of service you give. The amount of service you are giving. Mm. You are giving. And like I said, the prisons and jails are actually filled with people who try to create laws for themselves. Eh? Mm. You can avert the laws of man but there are greater laws at play that will take you back. Do not think you elude people's money in order for you to be successful. Either way, come on what it will. The bigger forces will come and take you down. And I think back to the, the mindset of being savage. Eh? When you're hungry, what do you do? You eat. Now that's 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 what it means to be serving. When you're hungry, when you're hungry, the desire, the desperation you have to eat, the amount of action you're willing to take to eat. Eh? If you have that very same desire, the same desperation for success, you will be successful. So every time you, you get hungry. Tell yourself, I am hungry for success. There are two types of hunger. For food or for, 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 for success? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly. Honestly. You have to get the word. Someone should represent something in your life. Oh, yeah. When I meet uh, my, my team or people I'm training, people come to me and they're like, Jim, I need them to know. First of all, I'm also the journey, not the end. Number two, don't come to me because you're trying to see if this shit works. Come to me because you actually really want to change your life because you can change that. Come to me because you're ready to transform your life. We're going to work together for three to six months. The first word is self-discipline. Take a week, figure out what that word means and come back. And I give him a clue. Self-discipline is doing what needs to be done. Whether you want to do it or not. If I call you at four and I'm like, sure. You need to show. Find out if you can show at four. Get back to me in a week. First word is self-discipline. Self-discipline does not recognize feelings. It does not recognize emotions. Anybody that is successful, they are functioning above their feelings and emotions. Because your emotions tell you, oh God, the bed is so sweet. It's in the morning. Self-discipline says, bruh, success never said that when the bed gets too sweet, you can stay there a little longer just for that day. It says, no matter what happens, you must follow. self 
self-discipline is the first word. Nothing happens without self-discipline. And of course, you have to be very passionate about what you do. Because if you're not passionate, you can't be disciplined. It's hard to follow through whatever we're not passionate about. When you're passionate about something, you get to a level whereby you no longer need an alarm clock to wake you up. Like your passion wakes you up. And you get to a level where you no longer need to wake up and get fired up to get into it. You wake up right into it. You, you wake up right into it. Have you ever been at night and you, you can't wait for morning to come? As a matter of fact, I hate nights. Because nights make my success delay. Because I now have to sleep like everybody else. And I don't want to sleep. Because I know I'm pretty much going to sleep for thousands of years in the grave. Mm. I'm so fired up for the next day. Because I can't wait to move a step closer to what God has predestined for me. Now, the first word is, now, the second word is burning desire. I don't want just desire. Desire is not enough. Burning desire. You know what a burning desire is? When somebody has a burning desire, you will see there are two kinds of people in life. I want it. No. I think it would be good to have it. There is another kind of people. I must have it. Come hell or high water. I must. Two kinds of people. They are thinking of the same thing. But this guy recognizes that there is no other option apart from having it. Now, burning desire does not recognize the laws of man. Burning desire does not recognize the laws of the 9 to 5. <laughs> Burning desire eh, does not recognize that it took others five years to get there. Burning desire can get you a check of $1 million one week from now without even knowing from where it will come from. If all you think of for the next one week is $1 million and $1 million is what you need, Start that project you want. There is nothing on the planet that can stop it. Because burning desire, it must be backed up with definite, definiteness of purpose. Definiteness of purpose plus uh, knowing you deserve it, deservingness, plus a burning desire will equal to massive results. Definiteness of purpose. When you, you know, the thing about burning desire, burning desire is like a turbo charge in a V8. Which cars have a turbo charge? A V8 is a V8. But you can't put a V8 with American muscle, a Mustang. Because a Mustang has a turbo charge. Burning desire is a turbo charge. Whatever you want. You know what the word burning desire means? It's like there is a flame around what you want. But you actually are not afraid to walk into the flame and take it out. You recognize that for me to get what I want, I actually also need to become the flame. But you must become a flame that no fire extinguisher in the world can put out. That is burning desire. Burning desire means when I must get it. That is burning desire. Now, the third word, there are so many, but the third one is greet. 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 What does greet mean? 
find out that in it means. Greet. 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 Fourth word. Eh? Fourth word. Oh my. Which word is the fourth? There are so many words. Eh? There are so many words. Actually, the fourth. There are so many words. You must be enthusiastic. That is strong energy. What is energy? Energy is your level of vibration that you bring into every single day. Okay? Now, your level of savageness comes from your level of energy. I cannot, I cannot say an antelope is savage. No. Can I say a lion is savage? No. Your level of savageness comes from your level of energy. Now, energy is the number one secret of all rich people and successful people. And the key is to maintain high energy all the time. That means you must look for things that give you high energy. Even the kind of foods you eat, they are foods that take your energy. That's why rich and successful people, they are also particular about what they eat. You eat portion meals, ah, you're down there all day. That's why they want to give you portion B. You know why? Because they want to make sure your energy pretty much fucked up. That's why some people, they only go and go and go until after lunch time they are finished. So you pretty much have to look at what you eat. What are you listening to? I don't watch TV. Which people don't watch TV? That is a dream-killing machine. It has killed more dreams than anything else on the planet since it was made. The other thing of energy is start hanging around people who have the same energy level or a higher energy level than yours. Because when you hang out with people with low energy, we call them energy vampires. Now, energy vampires, see, even your own mother can be an energy vampire. She's always talking about the economy. You know, these are people who have conversation. What do you get the economy? No value, no value, weak. You know? Now, you have to avoid energy vampires. As a matter of fact, in the morning, you choose which messages to look at and which messages not to reply. There are some people you know in your life right now, you know every time they text, they text for bad news. Those people, I can never even pick up their phone call in the morning. I don't care whether you're the son of Sudin, when your energy is low, when you're calling in the morning, I can't pick up. Because I know because I'm guarding what I have. Yeah. Now, of course, you must you must know that you're worthy of whatever you have. Yeah. Of course, nothing beats action. Action. Even the word, look, dedication. In dedication is action. Yeah. Everybody wants satisfaction. But in order to satisfy, you must have action. Because inside satisfaction, there is action. So you can't get satisfaction without my goodness. Imagine what these men were thinking. These men left us close. Wow. You know, it took me a while to discover you. I discovered this shit on my own. How many times have you looked at the word satisfaction and when do you see action? These, can you imagine? They say success leaves close. These men left us close in once. They left us close in once. Satisfaction. 
responsibility. Response to ability. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> responsibility is too fucking much. Too. What the man was trying to tell us was, we have left you ability. It's your choice to respond to the ability. Because God knows that whenever you have responsibility, he will give you more ability than a man who doesn't have responsibility. That's why I had a conversation with him, he laughed. A guy that has three kids, and you who is a bachelor, the ability according to him by God won't be the same as you. As a matter of fact, the other guy has the right to say, God, why are you answering this part first? I have responsibility. All the clues are there. All the clues are there. All the clues are there. <laughs> so, do you know, actually, life is simply about decoding. Life is a puzzle. Every day you're looking for the missing piece. But you know, they're also the, the biggest thing. You're going to put together all the missing pieces. There's only going to be one piece remaining. Who are you going to find that one? You're the motherfucking last piece. You're, You're the, the last first piece. and the last. You're the last piece. Hmm? So we spend our entire life looking at What is going on with one friend of yours? You know Jeva Veda, you know Jevasura, you know their programs, their excess and all this shit. And we ask you. So, at times, we know so much about other people, but we don't even know about ourselves. That is why, I'm always trying to give myself time to find more about you. You can only find more about you when you give your space to the world. Men like Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, all these big companies, they don't give out a mission statement and a vision statement before taking months and months because this is a mission and vision statement that's going to go out to the world for generations. Any big company that is going to revolutionize the world, their mission statement came from a guy who went and sat somewhere with himself or with the team for days to really state exactly what they wanted to do. None of them should lie to you that we made a mission statement and we went for it. It never came from the board. Can you imagine there are places, oh my goodness, success this proves. There are places God created in this world for us to discover. God created a lion to, to, for us to compare ourselves. Every time you're feeling, you're, you're feeling savage, you look at an animal of which God made us bigger than they and see the level of savageness of a lesser. Somebody once told me, you know, for people who pray to cows and that shit, he told me the lesser cannot propitiate for the greater. Now, every day, I'm wondering, this guy made this statement, but the lion pretty much is having a level of savageness that 99.9% of the world doesn't have. Then God went ahead and created places in the world whereby he put ideas in those places but he never made them virtue to the physical eyes. Mm -hmm whereby he places you in places 
that if these places can be able to appropriate your thinking to get certain ideas that he wants you to have to go ahead. I was reading somewhere where some guy said, ideas are more powerful than you. A million times. Because an idea starts as a child in your mind and it grows. In the beginning, you have to give the idea power. So you have to fire up the idea. You have to fire up the idea. Now, after firing up the idea, what happens? The idea grows. Now, when the idea grows, it gets to a level whereby the idea takes up its own power. Now, when the idea takes up its own power, it starts now driving. In the beginning, now, the Daruga thing is running here. And at times it runs you crazy. <laughs> runs you crazy. Mm. Runs you crazy. But the only beautiful thing about it is you have it in your mind, you're working with it around the imagine the billions of dollars you're working with in your head every day. It's in your mind. Then you put it out of your mind, you make it happen, and you start walking through it. We talk about that in 2015. You have it in your mind. You get it from your mind and you start walking through it. And your ideas will always live longer than you. The question is, where are your ideas? They will live longer than you. Anyway, Melanchelo. Success, you attract success by becoming a success. Success is like tuna fishing. <laughs> eh? To start tuna fishing, you must look for the right size of fish. In that when you actually pull it out and find it's not yet on that level, you put it back in. And continue fishing until you actually get out the what? The size. The right size. So for this masterclass, we're looking for the right people who are ready. Eh? Who are ready and dedicated to actually get. They're looking for that missing piece. Hmm? Two, tuna fishing. When you when you take that fish out. You take it to the to the standards. They actually have to check for the what? The fat content on the skin. Now this is for the people who will attend. Eh? The, the level of fat content eh? determines which fish gets accepted and rejected by success. And the difference between that level of fat content is the difference between <laughs> You know, you spend $4,000 to that fishing. But the difference, if you get the right type of fish, it's between $85,000 to $300,000. So, 
natural change. That's what we're looking for. The right type of fish.